Hello, and welcome back to the In the Can podcast. As always, I'm Devin, and I'm here with... James. And Tom. And this week, we are going over our final picks for the 2020, 2019-2020 Oscar predictions. I always hate that. It's like, it it is the year 2020, but we're talking about last year's movies. It makes perfect sense, but it's also, your brain kind of has to figure that mental arithmetic. Wolf at Hope, it's the 92nd Academy Awards. Okay, nobody's going to remember that. That doesn't help at all. All right. Yeah. So, uh, we've already gone over all the movies uh, that are nominated. We did that a few weeks ago. We went over specifically the movies that are up for Best Picture last week. Uh, We went over the crap a couple weeks ago. This week, this is our ballots. Uh, We have ballots either printed out in front of us or on our phone. Um, And we're just going to go through them. These are our final predictions locking in before... The Oscars next weekend. Yep. All right. Cool. So without any more uh, delaying, let's jump into the first category, which for our list here is visual effects. The nominees, Avengers Endgame, Irishman, Lion King 1917, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. All right. Uh, So I guess I'll start this one off. For this one, I went with uh, The Lion King. Visually, they did a beautiful job with it. And... Uh, that's pretty much why I went with it. They just did a great job. All right. I also went with Lion King, uh, technical progression mostly. Okay. That's about it. I personally went with Avengers Endgame. Okay. Mainly be, mainly because there was a lot more it seemed to that. And while yes, I'll agree with the technical progression in Lion King, it felt like I was just watching a, a very good, mind you, but giant video game. Just the CG in it was very comparable to the higher-end video games. Yeah. And I've seen that before. Okay. I was very close to picking Endgame, but I figured Marvel's gotten nominations for this before. I don't know if they've won. Endgame, or uh, Lion King. It at least feels new-ish. <laughs> so. Cool. So that's visual effects. Yep. Lion King, Lion King, and Endgame. Next up. Best Sound Mixing, Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, so for this one, I went with Ad Astra. <laughs> I I think that it did an amazing job using sound where it needed and didn't need it, and that uh, when there was sound, what was there, everything was balanced properly. It was just very well done. I also went with Ad Astra. Uh, blending of no sound to sound, much like Gravity a few years ago. I think it'll get the win. Uh, 1917 was my backup. Exact same for me. Went without Astra, loved it. When needed, when needed to, it had sound. And the same thing with my backup, which is also 1917. Absolutely same it, here. They knew when to shut up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm same same on that from for my backup. So also wouldn't mind Ford v Ferrari, but uh, it's up against same stiff here. competition. So the other. Sound category, um, best sound editing, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, nineteen seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, again, and Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I went with nineteen seventeen on this one. Same, uh, since it was my backup for sound mixing, and Ad Astra wasn't nominated for this one. I went with my backup for this, uh, with Ford v Ferrari being my backup for this particular category for sound editing. I said nineteen seventeen as well. Uh, everything that's been said about nineteen seventeen and their sound. Yeah. 
I'm actually going to be the weird one. I didn't pick 1917. I oh. actually went with 4v Ferrari. All right. Even though I know I haven't seen it. I went with it because a lot of what I've heard and just the fact that there's more, I don't necessarily want to say interesting, but there's definitely more chances for interesting picks with mix with, with, uh, with the editing than in, in something like 4v Ferrari versus 1917. Yeah. Not helped by the fact that we've had more prominent, we've had prominent war movies like 1970 before saving Private Ryan comes to mind uh, yeah. the first and foremost. So the fact that this is a car movie getting sound editing. Yeah. A little different. Yeah. I can see that. I but mean, I, 17 is definitely a very close second runner for me on that one. Like I said, Ford v Ferrari was my second choice for this one. So yeah, for my second choice, I honestly Joker might be up there, but I think Ford really? Ferrari. Yeah, I, I like the I like the way everything in that movie was kind of structured, and the sound was like pitch perfect in that. So okay, cool, maybe. But I'm still going to seventeen. Next one, and here's where we get into the great ones: uh, best short film live action, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighbor's Window, Saria, and A Sister. So, I have not seen any of these, but I went with The Neighbor's Window just because, well, it's The Neighbor's Window. You have are you. <laughs> I, I have watched, like, they have trailers for some of these, which is weird for a trailer for a short film. Wait. I've watched some of them. Um, I'm just kind of picking Saria because it looked the most serious. Okay. But uh, it's a crapshoot when it comes to these. I picked Saria just because I like Ocarina of Time. <laughs> All so. right. Uh, moving on, best short film animated, Desera, which means daughter, Hair Love, Kitbull, Memorable, and Sister. Uh, for this, I went with Kitbull. Um, it's the one I've heard most more the most about, and I've seen about a minute of this film. I have seen Hair Love, Kitbull, and I believe it was Sister. I tried to watch Daughter and only got a trailer. It looks weird, but it doesn't mean it's good. Have not been able to find Memorable. But I'm going with Hair Love. Uh, I loved Kitbull. Kitbull's amazing, but Hair Love hit a little bit harder. Okay. Um, between the two of them, uh, it's going to be Kitbull or Hair Love. I've seen more people like promoting Hair Love, which I think might tip the scales a little bit. I went with Kitbull because it's a funny name. And Kitten and Pitbull. All right. Well, that's all it is. It's like, that's a funny name. Got to go with it. All right. I dig it. Uh, next up, Best Production Design, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time, in Hollywood, and Parasite. Uh, for this one, I went with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just because of how close it seems to be to being entirely anachronistic, or entirely, entirely, yeah, unanachronistic, unanachronistic, entirely spot on for its time period, so. I also went with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because it is extremely accurate. There we go. Yeah. Uh, my kind of second was 1917 with their their huge sets and all that. But I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will land a little bit better with the voting body of the Oscars. So. Yeah, the narcissist. Yeah. I went with 1917 just because, like you said, the, the, the trenches, the feel of it. I yeah. felt like I was in World War One. Yeah. And yeah, probably second runner is Once Upon a Time. Just because. I'd also love Parasite to win, but I don't think this is the one that's winning. It's, it's, 
you're trying to talk about a house versus a lot more. So yeah, yeah. it's it's volume. Yeah. Uh, next up, best original song. <laughs> All right. I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story Four. I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough, Into the Unknown from Frozen Two, and Stand Up from Harriet. I chose Stand Up from Harriet after listening to all of these today, actually. And that one hit the hardest as much as I loved I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Stand Up just hit way harder, and it was overall just a, a, a really good song. I So I immediately wrote out, I can't can't let you throw yourself away and I'm standing with you because it's the same thing over and over for the entire song. Um, I also listened to them all today. Uh, I'm Gonna Love Me Again didn't feel like an original. It, it kind of felt like a song I'd already heard a bunch of times. Into the Unknown felt like Adele Dazeem doing her song again from uh, Frozen. So I went with Stand Up from Harriet as well. Yeah. I, I I am listening to any of these. I randomly threw the threw the dart and hit Toy Story, which is basically just I didn't want Frozen. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see if they get... Um, John Travolta to announce it again. All right, moving on. Best original score. Joker, composed by Hildur Gudnadotter. Little Women, Alexandre Desplat. Marriage Story, Randy Newman. 1917, Thomas Newman. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, John Williams. I chose 1917 by Thomas Newman for the winner of this one. From beginning to end, you just feel that uh, sound or that score just constantly uh, listening to it at home in the car that kind of thing it, it's just powerful and you can visually compare everything once you've seen the movie and you listen to the soundtrack where it's going uh, I really wanted to go with um, Star Wars but I don't think it's actually going to win I think he's won for Star Wars a few times now yeah if anything, it might be like a capstone because I'm pretty sure this is the last thing he's ever going to do. Yeah, but I I would like to pick 1917, but I think this Hilder Hilder Godner Dotier's score for Joker is just haunting, and I, I think ultimately the score is just phenomenal. So it was between Joker and 1917, but I went with Joker. So I went with 1917. It is incredibly memorable which is more than I can say for the Star Wars one. I can't remember any piece in that, aside from the kind of revamped main theme. Whereas you can put something from 1917 up, and I will most likely remember exactly where in the movie it is. Yeah. Which is extraordinarily good for a movie score. All right. Uh, Moving on. Best makeup and hairstyling. I'm not going to name everybody in this one because there's a lot of nominees tied to each, but Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. For this, I chose 1917. Uh, The way that they were able to apply the makeup and everything to the actors and then have it slowly come off through the progression of the scenes, that kind of thing. Uh, I I really thought that was incredible. The bombshell was my backup for this one. All right. Uh, bombshell is my pick. Pretty head and shoulders over the others. 
Uh, the makeup on Roger Ailes and Megan Kelly was just perfect. Uh, Roger Ailes played by John Lithgow. Megan Kelly played by Charlize Theron. That I didn't recognize her through the entire movie. Like I never thought, oh, that's Charlize Theron or that's Nicole Kidman. They felt completely different, and a lot of that is the makeup. So, movie's not amazing, but their makeup was. Right. <laughs> uh, I went with Joker. The that face was... paint, the the face paint was very good. Though my backup was probably Bombshell. Yeah. Just because of like you said, it's like it wasn't until I saw that it was the the movie was Bombshell. I was like, oh, that's Therana. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. Joker was my backup. Uh, it, we just flipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Best international feature film. I think we all have film. the exact same. We'll see. Corpus Christi from Poland. Honeyland from North North Macedonia. Les Miserables from France. Pain and Glory from Spain. Parasite from South Korea. I chose Parasite South Korea. I chose Parasite from South Korea. I chose Parasite. Yeah. Oh boy. I, I have seen Pain and Glory. Pain and Glory is a phenomenal film, but doesn't hit the same level as Parasite. Okay. And I've enjoyed a lot of uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. yeah, Bong Joon-ho. I've enjoyed several of his other movies, so yeah, that fact that he made a really good movie doesn't necessarily surprise me. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's an easy one. Uh, moving on. Best film editing. Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Parasite. Again, uh, Jang Jinmo for uh, Parasite. I had to go with that one. Uh, the editing in here, again, there's a reason why this movie was nominated for Best Picture and International Feature Film. Part of that is the editing, and that's why I chose that. I said Yang Jinmo as well. Um, it's one that if the editing didn't work, the movie wouldn't work. And because it works so well, the movie works so well. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kind of my backup was Ford v. Ferrari. And I kind of did, I once again did the exact opposite of you, is that I went with Ford v. Ferrari with the whole car thing. Yeah. And Parasite is a backup. Mainly because I haven't watched any of these. Yeah. I also think Joker's editing is really well done. It's just, I think Parasite's better. So, uh, Next up, the one that I'm sure nobody's seen. Best <laughs> documentary short. In the Absence, Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, if you're a girl. Life Overtakes Me, St. Louis Superman, and Walk, Run, Cha-Cha. Yeah, I went with Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, if you're a girl. I have not seen any of these. It just sounds really interesting. I picked it just because I like the idea of a girl skateboarding through a war zone. That's just a cool image to me, and then I'm like, eh, eh, I don't know. I went with Walk, Run, Cha-Cha, because that's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Makes Uh, me laugh. Best documentary shorts. I've never seen any of these. I don't think there's ever been one that I've actually seen. So, but next up, best documentary feature, American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, uh, For Sama, and Honeyland, <clears throat> which you've already mentioned once. Yes. So, again, I have not seen any of these, but I'm with Honeyland simply because I keep seeing it everywhere. So. I went with For Sama. It was one of the it won best documentary at the Traverse City Film Festival this previous year, um, and usually they're pretty good at kind of predicting a little bit Oscar wise. But um, yeah, that's just it sounds impactful. It sounds sounds good. I just don't care to see it. 
I'm with American Factory. I work in a factory. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't seeing any of this, but it's like, yeah, why not? All right. Uh, next up, best costume design. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. I went with Jojo Rabbit on this one. Uh, they do a really good job of some of the whacked out costumes that happen later on in the film and some of the propaganda tr- costumes that happen. And I just thought it was brilliant and funny, and I, I loved it. So, I went with Little Women. I think they did a good job of separating out, out each of the characters with the costumes, uh, particularly Joe Marsh and uh, Florence, Pugh. Florence Pugh's character. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. went with Little Women, actually, just because it's, it's not, but like the whole kind of whole Victorian-esque yeah. costuming design is always pimped to the nines. Yeah. And... What, what little I saw of this one actually supports that. Yeah, they range from destitute to rich. And I think just the the wide breadth of costumes in that movie set it above most of the others in this category. So, all right. Best up, or next up, best cinematography. <laughs> Good luck picking anything different. Uh, the Irishman, Joker. Or The Irishman, Rodrigo Prieto. Joker, Lawrence Schur. Lighthouse, Yaren Blaschke. 1917, Roger Deakins. Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood, Robert Richardson. Uh, not a surprise for this one at all. 1917, Roger Deakins, 100%. Roger Deakins. Yeah, Deakins. It, that movie from from first shot to last was yeah. just... <laughs> from first shot to second half of first shot. Yeah, cinematic <laughs> and, marvel. Yeah, yeah it, they planned out everything exactly where they wanted to go, and it shows. Yes. Yeah, they proved a point. Um, I do think the lighthouse has some really unique cinematography, but the scale that 17 had. Yeah. 1917, just if it wasn't for 1917, this would be a real open case, like for all four, but 1917 is like that one that's standing above everything. It's not that the others are bad. It's that this one's that much better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to best animated feature, how to train your dragon three of the hidden world. I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. I've only seen two of these movies. I went with Toy Story 4 just because it was the most impactful for me. All right. I have seen How to Train Your Dragon, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. I want to see I Lost My Body. I'll probably catch it this week, but I have to go with Toy Story 4. Um, It's just a damn solid movie. I, I went with How to Train Your Dragon because they didn't make a Toy Story 3. Why did they make a Toy Story 4? I will I will harp on that till I die. And I I actually wouldn't be surprised if Klaus kind of Dark Horse steals this. Well, yeah. Really? What is Klaus about real real? Uh, Klaus is like the origin a pseudo origin of the Santa Claus Santa Claus fable. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, about a a um, delivery person that goes to this place and then they end up kind of warring tribes and that kind of stuff. And it's a really interesting made film. Okay. Um, It's definitely a Christmas movie, but it's, it's odd and it's, it's hard to explain. It's really well done. Uh, Really cool visuals. So I'll check it out. All right, then. Um, From there, we're going to skip the actor and actress. We'll leave those for a little bit. Uh, Best Original Screenplay, Knives Out by Ryan Johnson, Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach, 1917 by Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson-Cairns, 
Cairns, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino, and Parasite by Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won. I chose Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach. There was... It's a screenplay, so it's got to be based off of a lot of talking and dialogue, things like that. And while Knives Out has a lot of that... I simply think that uh, Marriage Story is the more closely related, relatable to what we would see in life. So it's probably going to get the, the steal on this one. I, up until about five seconds ago, had Parasite. <laughs> I literally watched him erase it. I, I want Parasite to win this. Deep down, I want, I want Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won to win this. But you're right. Uh, it's about the dialogue. It's about the characters. And as much as I, I absolutely love Parasite, I've not made that a any kind of veil there. I think Marriage Story has the just overall the better script, overall better better character like character work, and just it's just a better written film. Not a better film, just a better written, written film. film yeah. So I'm I'm personally giving it to Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach. Well, it's definitely my second uh, my second runner. I went with Knives Out just because I enjoyed I enjoyed all the characters in that, and I enjoy the murder mystery feel. It's honestly the best ensemble murder mystery since Clue. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah, and the writing supports that pretty heavily. And for me, Knives Out again because it is that dialogue based thing knives out was my second runner yeah, it's your second so i'm just kind of just flipping yeah. although you guys i i would agree i would love to see parasite take it but i really want parasite to take it but it's gonna I get something just, it's not getting out of this without something out it's getting yeah. a couple at least but i don't know if screenplay is gonna be one of them and that that depresses me so uh moving on to best adapted the irishman uh by steve zion jojo rabbit taiko waititi Joker, Todd Phillips and Scott Silver, Little Women by Greta Gerwig, and The Two Popes by Anthony McCartan. Again, since it's very much dialogue-based, The Two Popes, from beginning to end, is nothing but dialogue, carrying everything, and it's the two guys just talking it out. And they did an amazing job. Anthony McCartan just, I, I think he really did an amazing job adapting this. So I went with the two popes, even though I would really like to say that uh, Little Women would be my second choice for this. All right. Uh, looking through them. Irishman, it, it is a good script. It's just long. It's the biggest issue. Jojo Rabbit, I did love the screenplay. I loved the way that came mm-hmm. out, but ah, not up there. Little Women, I liked it. I thought it was well written. It's been done. Two popes was good, but I feel like doesn't have the staying power of Joker. So I'm going with Joker. Uh, I didn't like it when I first saw it, but the more I've watched it, the more just kind of blown away with the fact that they made a Joker movie dark and interesting. So it feels weird to say it, but I'm actually going to, I'm saying the Joker wins best adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Little Women because yes, it's been done before, but we've eaten that that kind of crap up before anyway. Yeah, so I could see it winning. Plus, yeah. this is done slightly different than any of the other versions. Yeah, so. my second pick, I I don't know, Two Popes. I don't know. I I just don't want to give it to Joker because I am very much over the whole comic book adaptation thing. I think Joker really one of the am. few 
one of those movies that I don't think of it as a comic book movie until it's like later on when they say, yeah, I'm the Joker. It's like, oh, right. Yeah, this is a comic book movie. I think that's going to give it a little edge. So, no, which is nice. Yeah. All right. Now jumping into the actor and actresses. Uh, first up, best supporting actress. Uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh for Little Women. And Margot Robbie for Bombshell. I, hands down, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. She does an amazing job. And holy crap, she can be my lawyer any day. Ah, uh, you want that though? <laughs> she is a fierce beast in the law and in, in the courtroom. Yes, she will tear apart her enemies. Hands down. Yes. Yeah, I I actually compliment that. Uh, I said Laura Dern. I would like Florence Pugh to win for Little Women. She did an amazing job. Um, Margot Robbie was okay in Bombshell. Kathy Bates, I haven't seen Richard Jewell. Scarlett Johansson was great in Jojo Rabbit, but yes, to me it's just Laura Dern just is out. Classing all the rest of them. So, ordering. Now, I I haven't fully seen Marriage Story, and I probably never will, just because it's not my kind of movie. But what I did see with uh, Johansson and Jojo Rabbit made me laugh. Yeah, she's a fun character. All right. So, is that your pick? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, next up, best supporting actor: Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. That seems. And Brad Pitt. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt. Once upon a time in Hollywood. One hundred percent. I'll agree with that. That I, was amazing. I agree with that. Uh, Joe Pesci was pretty good, but Al Pacino and Joe Pesci are going to complement each other out. Anthony Hopkins was damn good in Two Popes, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Tom Hanks was great. Tom Hanks was great. He um, he drove it home for that. There's a reason why I cried through most of that movie, but. Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt just yeah, he knocks it out of the park of that movie. It Absolutely. looks like he's having too much fun. Uh-huh. Oh, I know you. You had some stupid name. I am God and I'm here to do God's work. No, something dumber than that. I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I, I think Brad Pitt kind of take just walks away with that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh next up, best actress. Cynthia Revo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Sir Ronan for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. So my heart says to go with Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. I've seen the movie, and I think it's fantastic. Um, and I really want Sir Ronan to win this because I loved her in Little Women, but I'm going to go with Renee Zellweger for Judy just because I can't hear enough about how well she did in that role. So... Um. I have not seen Harriet. I've seen the others. Scott Johansson was great in Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan, as always, was great in Little Women. Uh, Charlize Theron was good in Bombshell. Uh, every once in a while, I was I noticed she was an actress, so that's little ding on that. And then Renee Zellweger was just great, Judy. So I have to go with Renee Zellweger ultimately for the win. Because I, I know nothing about Judy. I'm going with Johansson for Marriage Story because I did see that giant argument yeah. scene, and holy crap. Yeah, the two of them were... Phenomenal. So mm-hmm. apparently, though, I guess I'll give the second the second runner to Renee Zellweger. I enjoy her stuff. All right, she's usually pretty fun. My second, I'd say Saoirse Ronan, just because I want to. <laughs> All right. All right, and that leads us to best actor: Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time Dot 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 in Hollywood. 
Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for Two Popes. Again, I would love to say Adam Driver for Marriage Story, but I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. While I don't think that it's my favorite movie of the year, he just blew me away. Amazing actor, and he 100% deserves this. Not that the others don't, but... I think he's going to walk. It's one of those again, where it's, it's not that the others are bad. It's that, that he was that much better. Yeah. He was a towering Titan in this category this year. Yeah. I, I Joaquin Phoenix hands down. Antonio Banderas was great. Leonardo DiCaprio was great. Adam Driver was great. Jonathan Price was great, but Joaquin Phoenix had the physical transformation as well. Mm -hmm. And that to me, that, that pushes him way above. And I'd actually say DiCaprio or Adam Driver. I'm a second. Somewhere in there, and I'll kind of, and I'll once again flip in that Adam Driver was my first, and Joaquin Phoenix, who I definitely do enjoy. Yeah. I mean, you look at Walk the Line, and that was that, that wasn't Joaquin Phoenix playing Johnny Cash; it was a young Johnny Cash. Mm -hmm. So I understand exactly what you're saying, but I, I'm gonna say it's my bias against Joker. <laughs> I have a bias; I know I do. Yeah, that's fair. I had a bias going into Joker, and I didn't really like when I first saw it, but on repeat viewing. All of that bias was destroyed. And it, it feels weird because, like, I've been a pretty harsh critic of Joker. And then I rewatched it. I'm like, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> and so to me, I think Joker, I don't know if it's it has the power to win the couple big awards, but it'll get some little stuff. It'll get it'll get something. It has 11 nominations for a reason. Yeah, if it doesn't get something, I'll like whatever my feelings on it with eleven nominations. If it doesn't get something, I will be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little but disappointed. That leads us into our top two of the year: best director, The Irishman, Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips for The Joker, 1917, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite, Bong Joon Ho. I went with Parasite, Bong Joon Ho. I think that as a director, he did what he was supposed to do and gave us the an amazing product. Um, and he seemed to be able to convey what he wanted to get from his actors and from the cinematographers or cinematographer and everything like that. So I think he's going to win best director. All right. Uh, when I looked at this, I immediately wrote out Scorsese and Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they are good directors, but I don't think this was either of their better their best movie. Todd Phillips originally I just written him out after rewatching it. He had to contain Joaquin Phoenix, which holy crap, dude, damn. Um, but I think ultimately he, as a director, pales in comparison to Sam Mendes and Bong Joon Ho this year. So I ended up choosing Bong Joon Ho as my best director. With Sam Mendes pretty close after. Yeah. Yeah. Close second. And that's kind of, that's exactly where I am is that Bong Jun Ho, that top, just because everything I've been hearing, as well as everything I know from previous movies, with Mendes being a very close second. Yeah. So it sounds like everyone's saying Bong Jun Ho. Yep. All right. Uh, now moving into the final category Best Picture. We have Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood, and Parasite. This was a very, very tough one for me. 
I'm going with 1917. As much as I would love to see Parasite to win, 1917 is what I believe is going to win. Uh, so 1917. I wrote out most of these right away, and I ended up with Joker, 1917, and Parasite. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And just like in director, Joker, I think, will potentially win. I wouldn't be all that sad if it did win. I'd be a little bit frustrated, but I can see it winning. 1917, I can see it winning. And if it if it does win, I won't. That is my second pick anyway. So I get the feeling, yeah, possible. But both my heart and like what I think the most groundswell for right now is Parasite. I think Parasite's going to win. I can easily see it get foreign language film and not getting Best Picture, much like Roma last year of the Quran. Uh, but I say it's going to win. And if they have to choose a green book, it's going to be 1917. And I'll pretty much be the exact opposite. <laughs> My heart and eyes want 1917 just because that that is impacted me more than what little I will admit I've seen of Parasite. But if Parasite were win were to win, I would in no way be sad. Yeah. Just because I know it's a well put together movie that I just haven't fully watched yet. Yeah. So that's our ballots. Uh, we're locking them in now. No changing it now, boys. No changing it. Nope. I changed original screenplay last minute, but it was before you I said, said it. it. So, yeah. Aha. Um, I'm gonna lock these in. I'm gonna have them with us on our viewing. We're having a viewing party next week. Yep. Uh, and then we're going to be doing a podcast right after. So if you want to know how, what we think of the winners and all that, come back next week. Um, until then, uh, the Oscars are on Sunday. Uh, they night. start at a time that I can't remember. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And we'll have friends, too, won't we? Yeah. We will. There may be returning guests. Ah. Right. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Alrighty then. Anyway, <laughs> until next week. Watch movies. If you haven't seen the ones nominated for Best Picture, go see them. At least as many as you can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And if you haven't seen the shorts, uh, well, okay. That's it. (laughs) Go see movies. Take care. Bye.